Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mouth noise, mouth noise. We're going to get that mouth noise. Going to come down to my house. Going to eat some mouth noise on the barbecue. Yeah. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five, five sketch, sketch ideas. ideas. I am um, Andy. Yeah, Andy Matthews? Yeah. And I'm Alistair George William Trombley Virgil. And God damn it, you're not going to believe this. Mm. Joining us mm-hmm. in the tank mm. is the man who started it all. Mm. And by all, <laughs> I mean the podcast do go on with his two friends, Dave and Jess. It's Matthew Stewart. Hey, mm. thanks for having me. Matthew it's good to be James back in the tank. Stewart. Yes, it's it's good to it's good to have you back. We've kept it just the way it was when um, when you died. Yes. Yeah. We you, we <laughs> since, didn't want to change a thing since you moved out. Ah, uh, yeah. That's well, I I call it um, dying. Pod death. Every time you leave a room, in a way, you move out. That's all I'm saying. Oh, wow. you know, I'm going to move out. As in, diet like change its color. It used to be you. It used to Every be... time you leave a room, yeah, leave a room, you move out. What did oh. I say? I don't know. I thought you said you die. <laughs> I might have said that, but in my mind, I said something very, no. very different. No, you said what you thought you said. Yeah, Andy. okay, great. And what Al said was bonkers. Mm. Die as in change color. Yeah, die. Here's, here's this. Here's this idea. Okay. It's a it's a it's a removals firm, mm. but not for moving house. No. Just for getting your stuff together when you, when you, you know, when you've had all the kids there at a cafe table and you're leaving, and there's a lot of bits and pieces to pick up. There's a lot of pencils and and pads and keys, and, and, wallet, so, phone, exactly yeah. all those things. It's a little removals team, and they come there in their jumpsuits mm. and they just help you get everything together into boxes. They put on a little trolley. They've... And they have a tiny little truck. Or or maybe they're just, you know, they, they show up and they're like, oh, you haven't packed anything like that. And they're just like, they're helping you having to put yeah. lift that... things into boxes into or into your, your pockets. pockets. <laughs> so the ti- the, if it was a tiny truck, it, are we talking about normal, like just humans? Or are you talking about gnomes or something? <gasps> are the people tiny? Yeah. like so That's like a really good some idea. Some sort of Lord of the Rings type. Mm. That's my reference for... Small people. You know... Goblets, but, but I mean <laughs> goblins. Well, I mean, if they're removalists, they they would have to be sort of roughly the size that your wallet would have to be like a piano for them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. You know? <laughs> yeah, and so they're just kind of very small people. And mm. I think this you haven't, you know, obviously you've not been up to date with the trend, the two in the think tank trends. But this could be the third episode in a row where we just come up with an idea where we've just got some very small people. <laughs> um, uh, we've, we've, we have, that, we, I, I'm going to add trend. something to this yeah. though because. Uh, let's then just hypothesize that all moving mm. of things is done by removalists of different sizes and possibly slightly different species. We've just bred them like we bred the Clydesdale just to be a bigger, stronger horse. We've just bred removalists, and you've got a removalist for almost everything you could imagine. 
you, and you, always you don't have freight it... trains. You have just large removalists striding across the land. <laughs> oh, that's good. See, that makes it... At one end, you're making it easier. Mm. The other end, you're going, this wallet would be easily moved <laughs> by you. <laughs> but you're making back. someone who feels like it's the size of a piano well, do Well, we it. always... Br- because what's, e- what's truly easy for mm. a removalist is dealing with something that is a, an appropriate size for them. Right. I think a big removalist... Like a piano. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so there's exactly. two of them. There's two of them. Let's say you want, you're want you trying to go from London to Manchester. Mm. And then, so two people. Great choice of cities yeah, as well. Thank Just you. perfect. And they, uh, one, they, they both show up. You're roughly the size of a piano compared to them. Yeah. And one... <laughs> yeah. One grabs you in the front, and the other yeah. one grabs you in the back, and then they go down the stairs that go from London to Manchester. <laughs> exactly. Carefully pivoting you around the One's going backwards, the, the landing. Like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, but they kind of, I guess, they would jog to get you there at a reasonable, at the same speed. I've never say. seen a removalist quite that enthusiastic. <laughs> well, this is, I mean, this is a, a long distance. Long, We've bred that into them as well. Yeah. They're runners, these ones. Well, yeah. they love a bit of, they love a bit of turf. They love a bit of speed. And I'm trying to make up some racing terminology. Yeah, I love a bit but, of turf. But that's I love the, a fast track. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that something Ooh. they would say? Yeah. Yeah. The track riding today is fast. Oh. Rougher on the horses, though. I think mm. the harder the track, the faster it is. Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about breeding a faster track. <laughs> they they should be have a you know nice fast track alongside far lap. Oh, yes. in the museum. Just bit a little of, bit of turf. Bit of turf. A, bit, a hard grass. Yeah, preserved, sort of, stuffed. Sort of, I mean, I could imagine a grass that's all just um, cactus needles. Oh yeah, that's a mm. hard. That's grass. a hard grass. Would yep. they do it like Farlap? Would they take, you know, the harder Farlaps in one museum, mm. the hide in another? Mm. And then Is I that so that he can't they're... come back to life? That feels like what you do <laughs> with a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they, maybe that's what they're worried about. Farlap, bloody that's, hell. It's the current racers who are trying to not, <laughs> yeah. you know, the people mm. trying to protect their It's their too horse. dangerous. The undead horse. Oh, that's. I mean, this that feels like a sketch. Maybe is it undead horse? Yeah, where they. Yeah. It's Farlap, but this sketch is showing zombie, the true story. Zombie Farlap. Yeah, <laughs> it's a. It's set back in the day when. It, when was Farlap around? Uh thirties. Thirties. It's set in the thirties. Um, so that way you, you don't. I need, might be thinking of Sea Biscuit. So many problems in films today are. You go, well, why don't they just call them on their mobile phone? But, of course, being set in 1930s, this is fantastic for yeah. that. No one can go, why don't they just call Zombie Farlap? <laughs> why don't they just call them on, on their can and string? <laughs> That's a good point. I hadn't yeah. thought of the can. That Was that already around in the 30s? I, th- I think so. I think, I, I'm not sure exactly what year they started canning food, but mm. that was that the first reason for using a can? Or I guess the bucket, that you could have used a bucket. They made the can for... Telecommunication, you think, and then someone said, "You know what? We could put fruit in this." I think it makes sense. It does. Yeah. yeah. They go well without the maybe the. What's little... more fundamental, human communication? Well, that's actually what SPC originally standard for stood for: uh, special <laughs> phone communication. Ah. Yeah. Special phone. <laughs> and this was a special phone because the other phone wasn't the normal phone wasn't invented yet. Mm. And so what was special about this one is that it was. It has been invented. Yeah. What you're going to love about this is it's been invented. So one of its dominant features is that it exists, unlike all the competing products, which don't. Hello, potential investors. One thing that uh, you will notice in today's episode, now, uh, in today's uh, seminar, is that, sure, the product isn't very good. Mm. But what Mm. you will 
what is of note of this product is that it has been invented. There you go. It's, it has that over the others in spades. I didn't add a lot to that, but I did make it longer. <laughs> and, uh, I think the difference between this show and, and Do Go On is when I said standard four, mm. uh, Jess and Dave would have made fun of me for quite a while. And you, you two just moved on. Standard four? Standard. I don't even remember you saying standard <laughs> no. four. And I love that's and how I much l- I've moved on. And the and thing maybe is, I never did. I never even say that. I don't know. That's how. That's how you know they've got me in such a vulnerable feeling position. Mm. Those two. I want you to know that the the standard four. That's the normal four that I use. Okay. And so if they're using three or five or something like that as a four, I said, did I? I think I said standard four when I meant stood for. Yeah, ah, but yeah. now now that you've you've mm. heard it as a different way as well, standard for yeah. see, that's the beauty of your mind, Alice. There, wow. you'll hear a thing, I, and it'll change its meaning. I want you to know that your mind has beauty as well, oh. but it's that it's a different beauty. <laughs> You know, mm. like, well, you, you'll, you'll come up with expressions that can be misinterpreted. Right. Can. Can. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk more about the standard four, which is the standard number four. Yeah. And I don't, I want, I'm, I want to know whether or not in, like, b- before we standardize, like, the metric system and that sort of thing, or, or, or currency, you know, people had different ones that meant different amounts in different countries. Different counties, different, different, different countries, different countries. No, but I'm saying in counties, you could go, you could go over the hill. Is that why it's called a county? Because you count differently there. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. That's also why they call them count trees. Yeah, That's great. <laughs> um, the rees is something else. But yeah. what is what is the standard four to you? That the just one two th- that amount of things. One two three four. Your right. standard four. That means that that many. We're well, holding up. Let's say you go to bed. You, you go <laughs> for to the listeners, we're holding up four fingers. <laughs> standard four. A standard, standard four. four. <laughs> but let's say you would be in Ballarat and people would say, give me four, <laughs> give me four pies, and then they'd give you six pies, but a standard six. Right. But in this area, it was Yeah, that's what, a Ballarat they, four. It was a Ballarat four, <laughs> you see. But if you went two towns up to Wagga Wagga, like that, they a four would be 104. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Quite and 104 they, in that area is what they would just call four, what mm, a standard four. Exactly, because they find that, like, you know, you, the first 100, you're just, you're just getting your eye in. Mm. You just when, get, so they don't even count. When did know. they standardise uh, the numbers? Uh, it would have been a lot like when, uh, I think, was it Machiavelli they brought, all, brought together all the, uh, all the Italian languages and went, yeah, this is the normal one. That's really? what, when you're acting like Machiavellian... Mm. You, like you're scheming, that's what it is, is mm. it? You're bringing together languages. Or maybe it was the prince. Maybe that's what that, that was. Oh, I, look, I have no idea what I'm talking about. No, no, no. You. I do. know Machiavelli from a Tism album title. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think he was. I think he was brutal. He was brutal. He was outright Machiavellian. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think a lot of people said that when when he came up with some of his ideas. Said, this is Machiavellian. Would you? Well, he had found his voice so early he had. that they, yeah. could, they could sort of call it. I reckon he's going to be pretty mean about this. Mm. <laughs> pretty pretty strict in his signature way. I I I listened to a, like I've listened to a lot of stuff. Listened to this big series of philosophy podcasts about Machiavelli, and I all, all I remember is at the start them saying like a lot of people what people think about Machiavelli. That's not really what he's about. Like he wasn't really talking about that. But I can't remember what any of the other things were that they were mm. saying. So I've just gone back to remembering the traditional stuff of just being a bit of a sneak. <laughs> that does. I mean, I, I, love, I love that name. 
Mm. Machiavelli. Oh, that's good. I'd never thought about it before. That's going to be one of the top names. What was the well, tele, the, the Tism's album title? Machiavelli and the Four Seasons. Mm. Which so, is play on Frankie Valley. Yeah, play, um, play on Frankie Valley and Machiavelli. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's pretty. It's pretty good. And then on the back, there was n- nothing. There was their biggest selling album. There's nothing on the on the album cover that suggests it's a Tism album. And on the back, the album tracks are all variations of "I love you," "I love you," "I love you, baby," "Baby, I love you." Yeah, <laughs> very good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and is it a good album? I was what? Uh, yeah, it's, it's really it's the one with Greg the Stop Sign on it. Sorry, I thought you were about to say that. Or is you, it called sort of "I Love Baby You"? Well, that's the thing. I mean, it was yeah. I guess officially it's called "I Love Baby You" or something. Yeah. <laughs> baby, yeah. I love your way. Oh yeah, it's, it's a beautiful song. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought you were about to say something. but Yeah, I was, but I forgot. Anyway, sorry. That's all right. The important thing is that we can go back. We have a little gap here so that we can go back to this zombie horse thing that Mm. I didn't write down because I I wasn't 100% sure we had found what it was yet. It's sort of like a secret history, Mm. you know, so you're going back and seeing what actually happened. So maybe you'd you'd have some historical footage in the sketch. Yeah. But then you'd you'd go through a door Mm. (laughs) from that famous... (laughs) Seen so, in a far, a far lap running up at Flemington or whatever, yeah. Yeah. and then you go through that door, and then there's like a secret society, there. people standing in a in a circle or a, a, a pentagram. Mm. Is that yeah. something you yeah, might yeah, do? Yeah. Mm. And then uh, they're going, we must <laughs> to destroy. Wait, I actually he's I don't know. He's still alive. He's still, he's, but he's. I feel like he won all the races because he was already a zombie. Okay, right. Yeah. And this is the story of them defeating. Him or her. Yeah. And um, then removing the heart, and that's why it's in the museum. Is that famous enough that... Oh, it's globally known, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know that it it was attempted to be poisoned in America. It went Mm. to take on the world, and and it ended up dying from complications from that. So maybe that poisoning also plays Complications from the poisoning. Yeah, maybe it wasn't a poisoning. Maybe it was like a cross and someone Mm, saying, get out, or whatever they say. It was just some holy water. Yeah, spilled some salt and then accidentally (laughs) threw it over their shoulder and it went in Farlap's eye and he had an eye salt uh, injury. Allergy. They like Mm. salt licks, but Mm. not not salt seas. That's right. (laughs) Assault tastes. Yeah. But uh, salt, no, that doesn't, that doesn't in the do eye. anything. No, salt. But, yeah. but you yeah, edit, you edit the bad stuff. This out is absolutely well. something. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. We do. It gets down to about three, four minutes. But this is absolutely. I think it's absolutely something else. Yeah. Zo- okay. Zombie. Yeah, zombie far lap. The true story. Like you know, looking into why has his heart been removed, which seems very macabre. Like you wouldn't do that to a normal horse <laughs> that you were sure was going to stay dead. And Unless you know, you how did he become so fast? Sounds like maybe he sold his soul to the devil. Oh, mm. yes. Made think, a oh. Machiavellian pact. Mm. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, yes, one of those. But wait, that would allow, but wait, but maybe he sold his soul to the devil so that he could learn to play the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was in. At the crossroads. Yeah, at the crossroads. And then. And it was in a fiddle off somehow. Yeah. That was, the, the devil had it, a golden he fiddle. He lost a lot of money. Yeah. And then it was. Running from the mob, or mm. the or the sort of the fiddle the fiddle gang, yeah, the fiddle gang. <laughs> uh, oh, that 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 he learned that he could run. Mm. Oh, know, right. That he was born to run. So the deal was about what we never saw. Yeah, 
Cause... The deal was largely unrelated, his yeah. deal with the devil. Yeah. But it and did that mean that slowly his soul was consumed right. by the mm. dark lord. But it also meant that that's why, you know... Uh, he there's... ran with beautiful rhythm. He ran with beautiful rhythm. And there's so many things that people don't know about because you, you can't just have the zombie thing. Right. You know, if you're going to say, oh, we got this completely untold story of Farlight, mm. and you go, ah, oh, no, it's just that he was a zombie. People will <laughs> ruin it. They won't go see it. Yeah. You need a second thing yeah. that he was actually spent a bit of time as a blues musician. Mm. Made it. Who, who was Faust, the Fausty impact? Uh, he, that was Faust. Was that his name? Yeah. First name, last name? Um, was it John Faust or was it Faust Leguizamo? I think it's his, think it's his, <laughs> it's his second name. <laughs> And uh, yeah, didn't he made some pact with the devil? Yeah, but I, yeah, I know the details, I, obviously. Yeah, I just assu- I assume you two between you know everything. So when I asked that, I just yeah. assume one of you'd be like, "Oh, well, fast, born mm, in seventeen eighty three. Yeah, maybe maybe he he, 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 he was given even? certain. You know, the, I, I can I can tell you about it from references and things like the movie Bedazzled, is obviously a. Uh, a play on the the Faust that a Brendan Fraser film. Yeah, that was a remake of an, originally a, a Dudley Moore and Peter Cook film. Oh, that is right up your alley. Mm, it is, yes. Although I haven't seen it. So anyway, I don't I don't have a lot to bring to this. I'm sorry. No, and it doesn't really matter. Mm. I was off track anyway. I was, I'm yeah, not here to which learn was something. Things. Farlap never did. Faust, who wrote that book? Um, John. Liguiziamo. Liguiziamo. <laughs> so, nice. is my second favourite name of the day so far. Really? Yeah, after Machiavelli? After Machiavelli. Or was it after Standard Four? Because if it was like Tommy Standard Four. Beautiful name for a boy or girl. Yeah. Standard Four. <laughs> and Tommy. Tommy also works, yeah. Because yeah. that could be uh, Tomatha. <laughs> you know? It's short for Tomatha. Yeah. Um, it's normal. Yeah. Because An- Andrew's got Andrea. Mm. Is, there, there. is there is there a girl version of every boy name and vice versa? Obviously, yeah, I wonder. If, well, if there isn't, mm. it means that we can give give one. But then also, it's you know all the boys' names can also be a girl's name. That's true. You know, but it's nice because then once you have a girl version, that can also be a boy's name. Yeah, yeah. You know what uh, I mean? That's good. You see, because because every name is written. There's no gender attached to a name. No. You know, so like you don't see any Lady Johns so far. Mm. But maybe a, a Jean Patricia. Uh, yes. You know? mm. or, um, I guess Joan would have been right, but that. Mm, Joan. What, which came first? Joan or John? Yeah. John. Really? Well, men were made first, so then they uh, made them first. Mm. Didn't so they, they make men out of women's ribs or something? Other oh, way that's, in, that's only in the Bible. Oh, they have, oh. I'm talking in reality. Oh, in reality. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that either. Um, but let's see. What's a what's a what's a strong man name that you don't think there is a, f- a female version? Bruce. Bruce. You don't think there's uh, isn't there like a Bru- Brucina? Bruce Lee. Oh, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Beautiful name. <laughs> <laughs> Brucette. Brucette. Mm. Bruchetta. 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 Yeah. Bruchetta. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that is a little Bruce. Yeah. Oh. Can, I, can I get can I get some of these little Bruces you got here? <laughs> oh, That's yeah. what the, if I was Italian. And you were understanding the exact, like if you, if my Ita- words in Italian mapped directly into your, somehow we've rewired your brain. Yeah. We've taken the language center from a, an Italian's brain mm-hmm. and connected into your, your uh, Australian brain mm. that you have, Matt. Yeah. And we've removed the, removed the language center from your brain. But that, what that means is that all the words, while their meaning transmits directly into your brain, still Enter in an Australian accent. Oh, that'd be a great thing to have. 
and and in a total. Does your internal monologue have an accent? Anyway, it doesn't matter. But your uh, your uh, brain. I'm just checking. Your, yeah, yeah, Alistair, I can see, I can I see both of you just like looked off into the distance yeah. and just thought some words Mine, and tried yeah. to listen to them. But Andy, I did it in a like in a like a a, a fake Australian accent. My mind went, "G'day, Matt." <laughs> I didn't prove anything. I mine was really going. This going like. How are you? It sounded like Matt doing an impression of me. That's my inner monologue. Oh, yeah, that's pretty doable. Oh, yeah, that's pretty doable. Yeah, that should be doable. Yeah, that should, that should, be, that should be doable. Um, anyway. I don't know why I go lower for you because you're, now you're well, going higher. Well, I think I, I'm just trying to conscious so people can <clears> tell <throat> the difference between us. Oh, that should be doable. No, that's <laughs> ha! <laughs> oh yeah, that should be doable. That Is that me now? Uh, that should be doable. Uh, like I think that's you if you're laughing. For <laughs> 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 the listeners at home, that is just Al. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that is that is that that is definitely a laugh that yeah. I do. Okay, that has been referred to as annoying by some <laughs> listeners of some podcasts. Oh, that, that sounds cruel. Yeah. That's why you shouldn't Name and shame. I laughed very sadly to myself when I read that comment. <laughs> that sucks. Like a sad <laughs> laugh, like this, the kind of laugh that you do. Because there should be laughs for other emotions. <laughs> it should. Yes. Well, there's laughing for finding something oh, funny. Yes. Mm. But what about for finding something tragic? That is a lot like crying. <laughs> I, think, I know, I think, but it's a I laugh. Think, it's I an think, involuntary I laugh. Think, There's no tears. It's a dry laugh. It needs a little curl at the end of Alistair, what we're discovering... <laughs> is that is that crying already is the tragic laughter? It's just all the other emotions that ho- don't have a laughter. I mean, maybe a little sort of uh, 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 discovery. Yeah, you know, there's a little <gasps> laugh. <laughs> 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 That's another good one. Yes, uh, coughing to death. That already has a laugh. That's the laughter of choking. Mm, the death laugh. The death rattle. The death mm. laugh. Um, you, know? you know the death wobbles that you get if you're on a skateboard and you're going down a hill? Mm, I've seen those in a horse float. Speaking of horses. What's horse float? A horse float. It's where you pull behind a car that has horses in it. It's like a little trailer that's got horses in it. It's got that funny. Little curve. It sounded like a like an Adelaide uh, cuisine. You take a horse loader. and you just fill it up with mushed peas <laughs> and gravy. And go, yeah, that's. Uh, this is a delicacy here. <laughs> just eat around the whole shit. <laughs> eat around the horse, to be honest. <laughs> it's just really. It's just the peas and the gravy. It's just a, a drink of peas and gravy here. Here's your straw. Um, Man, we're off the it, rails. What was I saying? Hey, Andy, no. it's, we can't go back. Yeah, it's true. Like it's a not, horse. No, they can't go back. <laughs> like a horse can't go back. Can't go back. You never do see a horse walking back. No. Yeah. Oh, I guess it must be because they can't do it. Yeah. Is there... It, would do they, they have back legs? Is that why? Because they don't have back legs. Yeah, no back legs. they <laughs> 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 got actually two sets of front legs. Yeah. Are there any races for horses where the horses have to go backwards? I mean, I picture that the jockey still it turns around mm. and sits the other way on the horse. That's a fun. And you just... <laughs> That's, I'm writing that down straight away. 
had you, I don't know, you know, you just hold its sort of the top of its buttocks there between your two your two hands and you try and <clears throat> sort of massage them to steer the horse. <laughs> mm, I think that's a good idea. I think that it would goes, actually be a good alternative and it would actually stop all the horse deaths. It would be a lot less horse deaths. Because it's less fast. Yeah. Yeah. But that, still just as challenging. That's right. That's the funny thing. Mm. There's no reason to make it about speed. No. I mean, this is still about speed, but just slow speed. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Backward speed. Yes. Well, that's it's the same thing with there's no reason why combat sports should be done with strong people. Oh, yeah. Mm. It would just be as entertaining if they were unskilled and weak. It's all about evenly matched, right? Exactly. And you just need to have it, and they could go for longer. And, and why the... <laughs> do they have to be dre- you know, dressed in those little shorts and usually topless? Couldn't they just be dressed normally? Mm, or in a suit. In a suit, yeah. yes. Formal wear. And why does it have to be in an octagon? Why mm. can't it just be like an, at a, a restaurant? A normal shape, <laughs> like a restaurant shape. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let any good ideas slip away. That's very good, mate. That, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sort of a mixed martial art type fight yeah. where you go and the, the octagon, uh, which is a, a square now, has just been set up like a cafe yeah. where people are having a disagreement. And it starts, and the referee is dressed up as a waiter. <laughs> and what happens is the referee comes and brings the bill. And then it starts as an <laughs> argument over splitting the bill. And then, you know, basically, it's one of those fights where people are fighting over, you know, oh, no, don't you pay. I'll pay, right? And the fight, you win. You win when you when you are able to pay. Right. right? you got to tap your card on the Exactly. Reader. That's tapping out in this is a different <laughs> meaning. And tapping out, that means you win. That means you win, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> and, and that, but then, you know, you can use any means. And it's truly, you know, we've talked about emotional martial arts a couple of weeks ago on mm. this thing. A lot of, a lot of repeat ideas A lot of repetition. Here, but it's good but, to have but, something outside idea. Yeah, this came from Ta- you, Matt. So. Uh, and then... Uh, <laughs> It, you know, it starts off with that psychological element. You might be able to just wear someone down and get them to let you pay just verbally. Mm. But if it escalates to physical, the physical, that's... Which it does almost every time. Almost every time. Yeah. That's get, absolutely there as an option. They could use the standard figure four move. Uh, that, the, standard four? <laughs> yeah, the figure four the is a figure. wrestling move, and I've, I've merged that with the ah, standard four from earlier. And But but they both have standard figures. Yes. Which is sort of a little bit unfit. Yeah. The figure four was a, a move that we used to do on each other at primary school. Is it? Yeah. Was that not a fa- <laughs> is, it, is that is that a sort of a like a, like a, like a chokehold kind of thing? It looks That's like the, you could get sort of the shape of the letter four. From memory, you, you'd make you'd bend their legs into the shape of a four so that you were pulling them beyond where they should go. Ow. Yeah. Mm. Till they tap out. I don't think we ever mastered it. Sort of stretching. It's kind of kids, like a primary stretch. school kids very flexible. Mm. And things rarely get to the point of. Or my uncle used to do yoga, and one I remember I just did it with him as a, in primary school, and I was like, "This is easy." Yeah. And he's like, "You're really good at this. You should keep it up." But it is not. It's just primary school kids. No, but I think if you did keep it up right. from that age, I should have stayed you there. You would have stayed flexible. I say primary school kids. I just mean me mm. when I was a primary school kid. Mm. I haven't tested it any time recently. Well, my my little uh, children are very. Very flexible. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. You should get them in a primary school. Their body doesn't have any expectations about which 
way it should go. Right. Which orientation it should the the limb should be relative. You know, you can you can you can put little kids if they come out with their hips all wrong, you can put them in a little harnessy type strappy like thing. Like a horse racing the, har- harness like horse racing. Ra- exactly. Yes. And get them the hips to grow in the right direction, in the right, right places. But you could equally likely put them in one to make them grow Is in that- the wrong direction. And, you know, <laughs> strap your children's hips mm-hmm. and get them going out horizontally. Oh wow! For you could, some reason, yeah, right. Yeah. You could get them to grow in any sort of like like some like sort of a bonsai plant. Mm. Wow! I guess you could get them to cartwheel everywhere. Exactly, if their legs are just out. Is that, that could be the standard format? So is this how harness racing four, uh, jockeys come about? Uh, they they're put in these harnesses mm. and then they all of a sudden they they bind their legs and then the horses pull them along. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> Pull them along actually sounds like a place where you'd have horse racing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're going out of the pull them along track. <laughs> the pull them along derby's on this weekend. Yeah, there'd be a big scandal in uh, in horse in backward horse racing when mm. it turned out that somebody actually was riding a Ford's horse just with a very ugly face. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, and a big big growth on its butt. But. A headlock growth <laughs> that sometimes vomits from its neck. <laughs> Or a dub, like a double-butted horse, you mm. know, one that's got no head. It yeah. came out with two butts. Yeah. yeah, but one butt that eats. So the back legs are running forwards. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. yeah, that would be, a, That'd be an, an advantage. An advantage. <laughs> Just, I mean, <laughs> a horse with no head overall might be at a disadvantage mm. in not life. In re- not, in not, re- in, not in reverse horse not racing. Not in backwards horse racing. Backwards horse racing. The reverse cowgirl of horse racing. Would be to to sit on top of somebody facing forward instead of a, wait the reverse backwards cowgirl horse boy yeah it's what it is technically yeah it's funny to think that cowgirls ride horses mm. you know <laughs> oh you'd assume like if you're an alien landing here today and you said I'll meet my friend Mate, she's a cowgirl something here I reckon mm. the alien would be like well oh, yeah well she rides cows. Mm. Yeah. Or she's a cow who rides girls. Yes, yeah. exactly. Or mm. she's part cow, part girl. Part yes. That rides horses. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, which is not mentioned in the name. No. So the aliens just arrived and they know about girls and they yes. know about cows. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they've had an operation where they've changed ah. part of the language receptor in the brain. In the brain. Yeah. So now they're getting, they're getting pure English or they're getting English filtered straight into their brain. Yeah. Mm. And so they can... And they probably have a good memory. So if you mention cows and girls once, they'll be like, got it. I think this this is a sketch or maybe even a full series, Andy. You've got a a, a, co- a corporation who... Co- cooperation? Mm. A corporation. Mm. Yeah, it's very corporate. What is that co- word? Is that a, a corp? <laughs> I don't know what the word is. A corporation. Co- yeah, I was so close. But a cooperation. Cooperation. <laughs> we really put the corp in Cooperation. <laughs> So you run you run a company and um, a company, and I think that's the service you provide. And every episode, you you put the language receptors in a mm. different uh, so, so the I mean the the, <laughs> the possibilities for comedy are endless. Here. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, particularly this... the graphic scenes in which the surgery is yeah. performed, <laughs> <laughs> removing it from the brain of a struggling Italian head. <laughs> Struggling financially. Yes. And so they've sold us their language receptor. But also, they don't want this operation. (laughs) And (laughs) they sold it to us against their will. Against their will. (laughs) Very much. Uh, It was a buyer's market. mm. 
Yeah, is that what that means? Yeah. yeah. That you're allowed to buy whatever you yeah. want. Yeah, the yeah. buyers can, can buy. Oh, it. no, it's a buyer's market. But I don't want to sell Sorry, my horse. Sorry, buyer's market. <laughs> it, it, that does seem like, yeah, a buyer's market is somebody who just walks around and can buy anything they want. And they just go, I mean, I know that's what you guys are suggesting already. Mm. But, you know, just go and like... You're putting it through the language uh, receptors. Yeah, just go, give me your shoes. For for twenty five bucks. What would be society? What would be society like? Or, if you will, what would society be like, um, if uh, there was no concept <clears throat> of theft, but you could take anything you wanted from anybody, at any time, uh, if, as long as you gave them the value of that thing in money. So it is sort of like everything is for sale, mm. you know. But there, are every, there's just a standard price. You're able to scan in some way every object. And know the value of it, and yeah. then if you want it, you can just take it, and you just transfer so it to the owner. Big you know, everything is everything's transferable and constantly. So being. No, no one can say no. No one can say no. <clears throat> Everyone would be licking their stuff. I reckon mm-hmm. there'd be a big increase of, of licking. But then that's just going to reduce the pri- the value oh, of the true. thing, right? And so you won't get as much money. Right, if it's been licked. Yeah, but there's also less chance people will take it out from underneath you. you yeah, know, like, I suppose. That's yeah. assuming this is You're assuming right it's a on, horse. Right on lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> That's what a horse is, mate. Bloody right on lawnmower. Am I yeah, right? You are right. Um, so, but like, let's say, let's say it's like somebody goes, "I need that business shirt. I got, a, I got a job interview." Right? Yeah. So then, you, then <laughs> they, they, they buy it from you by giving you like you know a big bag of rocks or something. Like yeah. That, yeah. Of equal value. Okay. <laughs> and it's a big bag of rocks. And that's and interesting then, because I think a bag of rocks at a certain size, its value starts to go down again. I because then you're like, what I got to do with all these fucking rocks? Well, I can't I even transport them. But that's the problem. But that's the, it, that's, it's going to break the bag. Yeah. And so then, but you just sounds like this bag's pretty good. I want to know more about this bag. <laughs> well, so then, that's all these why rocks. you're getting. Yeah, that's where a lot of the value is it's in, in the bag, in the bag. But then, which is where the rocks are too. Yeah. <laughs> And the and, the, and the bag loses some of its value when people don't. It does. It is. It isn't demonstrating how how many rocks that it can carry. Sure, see? right. Because then it's an unknown. Yeah, that's right. They just go. Well, that just looks like a sack of some sort. Mm, you know, could or, be could be built to very low construction standards. Fill that with rocks, and then we'll talk. And drag it through town. Yeah, rubbing against <laughs> that concrete. That's good. So you're heading into a job interview. Yeah. You've dragged with you your enormous <laughs> bag of rocks. Yeah. What you don't have is a shirt. <laughs> A business shirt. Yeah, business you're wearing shirt. a you shirt. You walk down the street until you see a, a, a man wearing a shirt that you're aware is exactly equal in value to the large bag of rocks, much of the value of which is in the bag yeah. that you're carrying with you. Of course, as you as you, the longer you walk, the the value of the bag as it gets worn away on the concrete is going to go down. Well, it's not getting so worn away. Oh, that's how good the bag that's is. That's how good the bag is. That's why this demonstration is such a, 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 a great example of its value, mm. right? Sounds and like it might be a slippery bag. It could be, yeah. Greasy it's probably bag. Doing something to do with its, uh, you know, the, re- reducing friction between mm. it and the ground, and the rocks in it, mm. you know. And so suddenly, this person, shirtless, but with a new, newfound bag of rocks. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's imposable. They now are, they were on their way to work. <laughs> they need a shirt. They need a shirt, <laughs> and so they've got to wait. And they either got to drag this bag. Or they got to just wait there till somebody comes by. Mm. Hopefully, somebody that you don't have to inconvenience too much. Maybe somebody mm. leaving work. Yeah, maybe yeah, somebody right. who works an office job. Maybe overnight. <laughs> <laughs> and that way, on the way, they're they're leaving work. It's quite a funny scene 
of somebody walking out the front door of their office building mm. in their business attire, encountering somebody coming into the building in casual clothes, taking off all the age, take off all of their clothes, swap over, and then the other person goes back in. This is a situation where it's kind of like office share, but it's office outfit share, or like a co-working space, you know. But like, but the space is inside. Doesn't the make clothing. sense. To, it doesn't doesn't make sense <laughs> to own to rent an office. If it doesn't make sense to rent an office, it doesn't make sense to own your oh, own suit. business attire. Yeah, and that there should be you, know, you just leave it in a pile there by the door, and somebody coming into the co-working space puts it on. <laughs> And strides confidently, confidently into work. Well, it'll get all creased if it's on the pile. Maybe you get those guys because bowling alleys, I imagine, aren't doing so well financially these days. But get to whoever it is that gives out the shoes. Now you know what have there with a little booth. I went there recently. Went bowling with yeah. my son, and uh, they don't have to. Uh, you don't make you wear the shoes anymore. Oh, you just wear your own shoes. You just wear regular shoes. So that and, and whole thing was just a fun. fucking charade yeah. the entire time, all that shoe shit. Of course it was a charade. Mm. <laughs> what, what, why? What was the charade? What was in it for them? Hey, eh? Sh- shoe money. Shoe money, yeah. right. You got, oh, you got, you got your own, you got your own uh, bowling shoes? No? Oh, you have well, to you pay for shoes. Maybe. Oh, that's, mm. that is a rort. I mean, it feels like it. it feels like it was built into the price. I, yeah. are you sure it wasn't that they just liked watching people wear their shoes? I think it could have been. That, that. was what I was in it. You, for can, them. you can roll here, but you got to wear my shoes. <laughs> I think <laughs> these are all my shoes. I think it must have been that initially they were making it seem like the shoes were a thing that they, a cost that they had to get, they had mm. to you know spend money on so that you guys could do because you can't walk on this wood with regular shoes like that. But then they realized, oh. Well, we can't do that during a pandemic, and so they went. Yeah, you can wear your own shoes, but they kept the price in there. It's already people already mm. now know uh. that bowling is like twenty bucks a game or something, fifteen bucks maybe, fifteen mm. bucks, sixteen bucks per person per game. We've all accepted got this. this has made me want to go bowling. And, yeah, me too. And to be, uh, to be honest, bowling? I would pay more to not have to change my shoes. Yeah, it's true. Here, uh, it's it's fifty bucks. We can keep all your clothes on. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the bowling guarantee. That's how we do things down here. It's a badminton place, but you got to change. You got to wear, you know, you got to wear like a like a beekeeper's hat. And oh yeah, you can't you can't wear that shirt. You got to be like wearing a, a sort of a a, a big collared ca- counts mm. business shirt and cape. And you got to wear a mermaid's tail. <laughs> this is you know this is just how you would make more money to get. Mm, yeah, you make the make the clothing more fancy, more paraphernalia. Did you write down business outfit uh, transfer transfer booth as a sketch idea? No, no. I mean, we I guess we have had Co-working. socialized pants. As oh, a we thing did have before. socialized pants. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. But yeah. you've added the the shirt as well. Here. That's true. Mm. Socialized shirt. For the fresh pants. take on it. Mm. I mean, I think you'll remember Brian was here. Brian, listener Brian. of the show. In Brian one of the was great, only, was a great episode. One of the only times said, we've had a listener on said there. a very funny thing about horses. What did he say? Uh, we were talking about a, a meeting with horses, mm. and he, he just casually dropped that it would be very difficult to get everyone to agree on something. With and it took me a while to work out that he was making a nay joke. <laughs> took me a while, too. So I mean, you explained it. <laughs> but I mean, I think it's still, even without, I mean, and I may have said this on that episode, but even without the nay pun, mm. it would be almost impossible <laughs> to get a horse to agree to something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Consensus. Yeah, yeah. And well, they can't put their hand up either, can they? Because I think I think even if they said nay, 
it wouldn't be in- intelligible in English. They're not. Mm. They don't actually go nay. They go. <laughs> well, this is where the language receptors yes. come into play. Of the horse. Andy's cooperation. <laughs> Andy, core. take the language center out of Farlap's brain, put it in a jar. In a, Horses in a come museum. up a bit on this show, don't they? Yeah, a fair bit actually. When you're around, yeah, yeah, this is me. I think so. I saw a video of you on a horse recently. Yeah, I was on a horse recently. Do you like horse smell? Yeah, I like horse smell. I like yeah. farm smell. Like, Which I think is me saying I like the smell of cow shit, but yeah. anyway. Mm. It's fine. There's something about it. I don't know why. It's just because I only eat hay and stuff. It's okay to like the smell of the shit of a herbivore. Oh, thank God. They're different. So, oh, so it's us. not okay to like the, the to smell the shit of a lion or something. <laughs> so suddenly I'm a weirdo because I just like the smell. And he just said he loves the smell of horse shit. Yeah. Right? But if I go, well, oh, I love <laughs> the smell of lion shit. Suddenly yeah. I'm a weirdo. Have you smelled cat shit before? It's awful. Imagine a lion would be even worse. I don't we oh I'm not gonna They're assume. shitting out zebra. Hey? <laughs> Zebras smell good. There's it's kind of a horse. Yeah, well <laughs> I mean that would be a, an added benefit for you, right? No, that's that's actually the, the biggest, most brutal thing of all. <laughs> they're taking something that makes such beautiful smelling shit yeah. and they're eating it and, and making awful shit smelling making shit it out of it. Entirely out of shit. Yeah. I mean, imagine if a horse was all shit smell. That would be the dream for you. Yeah. And that's what lions provide. <laughs> and I'm the weirdo. Yeah. I don't know if I actually... Oh, look, I don't want to go so strong on the record here saying I love the smell of horse shit. You're always... I said I love the smell of farms. You're always mm. trying to hide things from your audience. And I th- I just think that in, involved in that is a bit of, a bit of cow shit. So you think maybe it's the cow shit that you actually love? Well, yeah, but I mean same diff, surely. Yeah, and, mm. but a lion can also eat a cow. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, what was I supposed to write write down? Salad. Doesn't matter. Salad. Bouquet of salad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're about to not write down the the booth. But I, yeah, I quite like it. It'd be yeah, so easy for swap. you to okay. both go. I'll just write them all down. And Alistair still oh, is a gatekeeper he, here. He holds onto that pen. Like a, yeah, I'm not writing it down. Yeah, yeah, he, it's it's already been done. But but he'll say the flimsiest shit, and and it just it's it, he won't even t- say it before he's written it down Andy, on the paper. He just reads it out to me after he's already written it down. And he started bullying oh, me recently. Uh, where he's like, oh yeah, uh, it's uh, oh yeah, it's a crowns or a new form of language like that. And I go, what what do you mean by that? He goes, oh oh, you never write anything down. Ah. <laughs> oh. It's a sketch. Crowns are a form of language. They go, what? They go, oh, you're tyrant. Oh, I want to go home. Like that. What have I walked in on here? No, this is, this is gentle ribbing. Mm. Bit of uh, joke nasty. Um, no, no, no. There's no it's, not, it's not a joke or nasty. Is bolognese, is that the closest to water meat that we have in the world? Mm. Oh, like a, what about like, bovril? Bovril. Yeah. Hot bovril. bovril. You know yeah. what bovril was originally called? <laughs> hot, hot. Johnson's fluid beef was the uh, was the <laughs> original marketing oh. name of bovril. Johnson's fluid beef. Why did they change it? Why did they change it? <laughs> I think Johnson's is the worst bit. <laughs> yeah, isn't it interesting? Oh. It was it was made for Napoleon. Really? Yeah. He wanted a large. Um, he wanted all his. Um, soldiers to be able to have steak or something like that. But it turns out steak doesn't keep too well. Oh. But Johnson's fluid beef 
keeps like a motherfucker. Mm. Keeps so well, nobody even wants to eat it. You know what they could have done? The germs are put off by the name. <laughs> they they could have just brought cows with them. Oh, mm. uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? You're right. Yeah. And a wooden plank. And then they would have already had knives on them. What's the wooden plank bit for? They're going to make him walk the plank. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's how they'll kill him. They'll, they'll, get, they'll go towards the sea, mm. get the cow to board the, the boat. And that's how you, make the, you put the beef in the fluid. Uh, no, no, no. This is steak. This is just for regular oh, steak. Sure, sure. And then, and then they'll, they'll get it to climb and walk the plank. Then he'll they'll jump off or walk mm. off. Um, it's he, is it? It's a, this cow's this, a man, yeah. is it? Well, what? It's uh, it's okay. Yeah, all yeah. Right. It's an ox. You're a scientist. Yeah. Cow. Yeah. That's a that's a woman oh, bovine. I think we we just discussed before, and any name could be a male. Oh, okay. Name. That's fair. And a cow. Beautiful name for a man. Beautiful name for a man cow. Mm. Anyway, um, bull bull is just a male cow, which is. I think he's right, actually. Yeah, Sorry, you're, right, you're right. Damn it. I think he makes it. The point. species is cow, right? Yeah, maybe it is. Cattle? Bo- bovine? Bo- species bovis? Be cow. Bovis bovii? Oh, cows, a woman. Yeah, I reckon. Oh, dogs. Dog, that's a man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. For some reason. I know, but, the, but a bitch isn't the species of animal. Mm. Whenever I hear <laughs> steak, whenever I hear steak, I can't, I can't connect that with coming from a cow doesn't sound like a meat that comes from... It sounds like it comes from a horse. Steak. steak or a dog. Steak. I do, it, doesn't, it doesn't match up in my head. Can't think of a steak as coming from What about... Could you cow. picture it coming from a snake? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Because imagine how, what a, a snake steak would snake be like. Snake steak. Nice, long... Spaghetti-like steak. Mm. That's, I've been lying it down on a really long hot plate mm. at one of those Japanese places. <laughs> that was the hot plate making that sound. <laughs> you thought it was the steak. I thought you? it was the steak. No. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about a steak. Makes and the same sound in life as it does in death. Yeah. <laughs> snake steak. Acoustically speaking, you can't tell the difference between, between a living snake and a cooking and snake. A cooking snake. This is more of a cooking snake. <laughs> Al, do you ever allow um, ad sketches? Because this is good. Yeah, selling this? snake steak is great because you've already got two punchlines there. I think this is there's mm. this is something great snake steak. He doesn't do it to me, and he wrote that as soon as I asked well, him to write my, that. It down. was basically my idea. You asked me to write <laughs> yeah, down. It was an easy. And, hey, Al, write and down that thing there. you said. It was and it was a joke as well. Mm. Oh. Clouds. Why don't you write anything down? Oh, Cloud, there's something in this. Clouds. I think what he's referencing at the moment is one a while ago where I was trying to <laughs> propose a form of performance art where you um, you lie in a, naked in a in a gallery. You, you put some soil around your pubic area and then you plant some alfalfa seeds and you grow alfalfa pubes, right? And he told me that that wasn't a sketch idea. But I maintain... That as a work as a as a sort of a satire on performance art, I think that's very good. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd I write, write that down. So I think that, that is the kind of thing. But I, I would still write that down. I think. No, you didn't. I didn't. Well, I forced you to, but you really didn't want to. Well, it sounds like I did, Andy. Yeah. I mean, we can argue about the reasons. <laughs> At the very least, this uh, it could be on one of those. That could be like a prank on one of those French-Canadian prank mm. shows that are on TV sometimes. Yeah. It seems like something that might be on there. I know, but it's an, it's an art gallery, so it's like it's kind of 
where you expect to see something weird. Mm. And that's not that weird, like to see some like plants on somebody's Johnson. I think I think the fact that you have to lie there. Johnson's beef, liquid, liquid. beef, fluid, <laughs> fluid beef. Um, look, let's. We got three words from a listener. How about oh, that? Yeah, I think I think that's time. <clears throat> I think uh, we've earned it. And I've got a great system for collecting these words and and not and being sure that I don't do them twice. Uh, but that being said, we may have already done these words. So. But anyway, they're from a listener. I don't know if you know about this, Matt. Yeah, we, have, yeah. we have listeners. Yeah, yeah. Big, and, big uh, fan of your listeners. Yeah, thank yeah. you. You might need, Some of them might even be listeners of your podcast. Uh, do go on. Brian, who you were talking about before as a listener, he's been on Primates as well. Has he appeared on... Oh, my gosh. And Bri- when we all went out for dinner. Oh, that's right. He came back here and... Mm. When we went out for dinner to Ant's Bistro, where Alastair and I had a really terrible dining experience recently. recently. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Um, it was Brian Mates at that time. Um, Brian Mates. Brian, Brian, Brian Mates. Write it down, Alastair. Why aren't you writing it down? <laughs> no, he already has. It's uh, one of his. Oh, boy. It's coming out. It's coming out. <laughs> eh? This is what it, this this is is what like happens. one of those families that has all their fights when someone else is there. <laughs> Um, so today's listener is planning for your next trip, elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's Leon Horseman. Leon. And recently in the, in the, the, the Discord for this show, he said the first time that we read out his name, uh, I said his name. And then, and, then, and then all of us laughed <laughs> or tried not to laugh. And this time, it's making me laugh much, much more. Mm. Um, so, Did you already pick him out, not knowing that this was going to be a horse-heavy episode? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about how horse-heavy this episode was going to be. Oh, I well, can't, at no the way start I of know. every day, Alistair and I have a bet about how horse-heavy the episode is going to be. And actually, today was one of the days he bet really low. <laughs> <laughs> we call it betting on the horses. It's a little thing that we do. Yeah. And then I go, oh, if it's well, if the horses are going to be low, then I think it might be time for is, a Leon is, horseman. Is there episode. anyone who bets on the horses, but just bets on whether or not there are going to be any horses there? Yeah. And they just can't get it every time. There, I think you know, my luck's got to change. I keep betting no horses every time. There's horses. And it could be somebody who's got like day blindness, and so they're just always going to the races, not knowing what day it is. Mm. Uh, remember, I think Dr. Carl has that. Day Dr. Carl Kennedy. Day blindness. Dr. Carl Kennedy <laughs> from Neighbours, yeah. <laughs> you know, I met him once. Really? Yeah. When you were an extra on Neighbours? When I was an extra on Neighbours. I think I, this is one of my one story where I was like, oh, he's eating a toasted sandwich. I should say something to him so I have a story to say. And I go, it's in your toasted sandwich. He goes, just ham and cheese. I said, no tomato? <laughs> no. <laughs> cool. But, well, it was, was the if vibe. If you hadn't said anything, I, we wouldn't have had that story. I know. <laughs> was the vibe sort of stop talking to me? 
I mean, he was as warm as he could be. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he, he, he was he, as warm as the toasted sandwich. What uh, about your, your story with Sarah Silverman? That's a better one. Oh, yeah, where she was at, at one of the at Carl Chandler gigs from Little Dum Dum, and I was just standing in the crowd, and then she was standing in the crowd because she was visiting, and then she, no, just now she, she uses a really bad word in this, but... Uh, um, oh, and then she sees my, that my shoelace is undone. So she does up my shoelace, and I go, "Thank you." She goes, "Oh my God, are you hearted?" And then I go, "Yes." <laughs> she goes, "Oh, I love those people." <laughs> I mean, this story hasn't aged well. No. That's no. amazing that she did up your shoelace. Though. I mean, that's a funny thing to do. Right? Yeah. Oh, I think that's right because I said, "Oh, I do my shoes up." Using the bunny ears method, mm. like that, and that's when she said, "Oh my god, you!" <laughs> mm. it, it felt like yeah, back then. I think even she wouldn't say that anymore. But um, it, oh, how the fuck would I know that? But um, it just it felt like the perfect Sarah Silverman interaction, mm. much like your perfect Doctor Carl yeah, interaction. Doc- I mean, I have a lot of perfect interactions <laughs> with people, like my perfect interaction with Leon, Leon Horseman when I said his name and brought joy into his life mm. by. Occasionally giggling. Um, that right. one is Noel backward. That's cool, isn't it? That is cool. I wonder if he knew that. God, that would be nice for him to find out. Um, yeah, or 1L. There's another anagram there, isn't it? There's another anagram. Oh, Very yeah. Good. yeah. Which or, is the same. Your name has 1L. Oh. Yeah, or no la. Mm. You know? No la. la, la. la, la no. Oh, New Orleans, no. Louisiana. <laughs> no, 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 no. No la. No, 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 no la. <laughs> Fuck. Um, no, not, not that. I mean, like somebody who's like, um, let's say, trying to say a French word, and mm. they say, le, le. They say la, and then they say no, le. Maybe that could be it. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah, great. Le. I can't think of a word that's f- feminine. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. God, this is, I've really, this, this whole episode's <laughs> lost so much momentum. Okay, here we go. You want to try and guess what the three words are? Want to guess the first one? You can have a guess too if you want. Okay. So Andy will go first though because just um, hosts first. <laughs> Peristalsis? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, parabellum. Is that a word? Para- no. Parabellum. Is that Par- a word? Uh, I'm sorry, the first it word. Sounds like a word. It does sound like a word, doesn't it? Yeah. Cerebellum. No, that's not, that's not a word. <laughs> Cerebellum is what you're thinking. Uh, serotonin? So, no. no. Um, the first word was never ending. Never ending. Oh. <gasps> that's good value. That's a good before. value word. No, but I was going to guess sausage. No. Do you want to guess what the second word is? Oh. Um, hamburger. No. <laughs> it's good. Never ending good. Yeah. Now, do you want to guess what the third word is? Time. Never ending good time. No. Uh, uh, fun. No. Vibrations. Never ending good vibrations. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a good, a good <laughs> description of this episode. <laughs> um, I guess so. A good vibration would be mm. something like heat. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's not. You know, it's not um, good in and of itself. It's only good you know, in a certain quantity, in a certain context. It's quite interesting because one of the episodes where we had Matt on, we just, we talked about the range of heat that you could live within. Oh, really? And it being quite a, a thin sliver, actually. Yeah. 
that we it's like you probably what would you say fifty degrees at most? This place is short. Yeah, I think I think less. Like you know, long term, you're not living at fifty degrees long term. No, no, I'm not saying you're living at fifty degrees. I mean, there's a range. Maybe of 50 if you were, if you were if you were extremely well hydrated, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you could live forever at fifty degrees. Is that that's the secret to never ending life? Maybe. It's being well hydrated, well hydrated at, 50, at 50, degrees. fifty degrees. I mean, not. I, I see what you, you mean. You live forever. Yeah. Well, that's oh, that's amazing. We should try it. Well, I mean, you'd be. You'd we be... should try it for just five minutes, just to see. <laughs> see if we live through that. Yeah. And then we can extrapolate to we could, forever. We could put Andy in a car during the summer. Yeah, great. Um, with the doors closed and everything mm. like that, and a mm. bottle of water. This would be great because my car's air conditioning doesn't work, so there'd be no cheating. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And uh, that's what I like. And hopefully the locks also. Mm. They also don't work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is true. I, uh, I first thought yeah. the song Good Vibration, it's some sort of that you're in this, maybe some sort of a hell. Where you're mm. like, I like that's a good song. That's a classic song, right. Good Vibrations. Mm. But this, in this case, it is never ending. Yeah, that would become good, good, hellish. Good, good because all, oh, already the um, good guys have ruined it as a song in a lot of ways. It's a real shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. This is sounding good, Al. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the, I could listen to your version mm. forever. Yeah, well, it'll really change happy. every time, and then yeah. also I only can only do one bit at a time. Mm. Then, so it kind of helps, I guess, in that you're not hearing the same thing as repetitively. Mm. Um, what is know, the best vibration though? Like heat is quite a good vibration, mm. you know, radiant heat. Or, or we're talking about this sort of, you know, thermal energy of vibrating molecules. That's mm. that's good. Right. What about love? Love. Yeah. I mean, is that a vibration? Love? Well, I knew you science types would <laughs> cut me off there. Of course it is. I'm putting out beautiful, loving vibrations. Oh, mm. see, that's, that makes it sense. That makes it make sense. Yeah, when you put it in that way, it, it makes sense. Yeah. I just said, yeah, I put it in a out. longer sentence there. Yeah. And, mm. and it was loving. I mean, could you make love, not make love, you know? I know. I know. No one's been able to figure that out. But could you could you force love to be a vibration in some way? Could you express love it through a vibration? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess you could do a hug that you sort of just pump. <laughs> like, I think you're describing sex. <laughs> I, I, said, I love pump. the real vibration. Some sort of pumping hug. Pumping hug. <laughs> I, I want you to know it's a hug where you've. Firstly, you've had you've you've drunk a little chemical that mm. removes that removes any potential of erections, like mm. a reverse Viagra, mm. and removes any it it blocks it clogs up like a like a bear's butthole, you know, yeah. right before hibernation. It clogs up the thing that releases good feeling chemicals, mm. <laughs> and then so that you don't get horny mm. or whatever. Um, is that a good feeling being horny? I guess people just want to get rid of it. That's why they try to orgasm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm oh, horny. I'm Ugh. so horny. Just <laughs> let me get, get this out of me. Get me out of me. Let's <laughs> exercise this demon. Um, and then, and then you could hug, but just like a, it's like a hug where you extend your arms and then bring them back in like this. Mm. And then, I, and then if that went forever, that could be good. I was thinking that a, a handshake <laughs> is a kind of a a, 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 a good vibration. 
And I think the mm. handshake, in a way, by making it 90 degrees to kind of like the humping direction, right? It happens at, in, in, you know, the handshake goes up and down uh, where the m- direction of motion is yeah. parallel to the, dire- you know, the yeah. plane of your body. Whereas humping generally is, you know, I, I realise there's a little bit of, you know, lateral movement, but also it's, it's mostly sort of up and down perpendicular mm. to the body. So I yeah. think that the, the, the handshake, presumably, given that it's, it's formal nature, has been specifically designed to be... Perpendicular. Co- per- exactly, perpendicular to humping, yeah. which is why you're able to use it so effectively in a formal business-type mm. scenario. But, you know, I think equally you could go side to side with a handshake and that would still be quite, quite formal. Yep. And then, um, you know, likewise, uh, you could also do a handshake that... Uh, vibrates through time, uh, which I assume is also is time also perpendicular to the dimensions of space. Purp- perpendicular the to the hump. Perpendicular to the hump, and and uh, and so I think you know that would also be considered a business sort of thing. But so I was wondering high, if you could high five is it, yeah, yeah, yeah that's more casual. It is it? a hand. It's a hand hump. Mm. Yeah, the it's hand a single hump. hand hump. Do a, you could sort of organise a kind of a high five where some of the fingers are sort of poking out and interlock in some way. Mm. Very, very humpy. Oh, yeah. sometimes you do. You go for a high five and then somebody closes their fingers around oh, yours like that yeah. and is like to try to turn turns it into a hand hug. Class. Yeah. yeah. Hand but hug. The, yeah. But I was wondering, is there is there would there be any way to sort of turn humping? Yeah. Dr- you know, dry humping. To, to do it in a way that is totally platonic and an asexual and and would make it appropriate for a business scenario? <laughs> <laughs> I think, and I think yeah. by the logic of the handshake, yeah. it would work is if you rubbed up, you, you pressed your bodies up against each other, no, but then no. jumped vertically. So they rub up against each uh, other in that direction, which again is perpendicular but, to the hump. But there is some dry humping that is just sort of rubbing yourself uh up and down on each other like that. That's a big part of dry humping, I think. Up and down. I think the dry humping isn't isn't just you know pounding, <laughs> coming up against each other. No, you're right. Actually, it's, yeah, that's hum- more rubbing, and then the sex is the pounding. Yeah, There's this, there must be some kind of like. Well, it's a, it's the dry wet hump duality. <laughs> um, but I think if you a business hump, <laughs> yeah, a business hump, you could stand next to each other ah. and hump. In or out of phase with each other, yeah, so that like, you're actually not touching each other, oh, but you are kind riding. of creating, mm. like you know, from the side, you would actually look pretty cool, especially when you're both humping in opposite directions out of phase, like mm. that. You would kind of create like a space between you uh, that would allow people to look through and see what's on the <laughs> other between side between your butts. When yeah. there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, can you kind of see that in your mind? Yeah, I think I can see it. I, I, to me, it's just going to be a cultural. You know, shift really. Yeah, that's all I have is. to be because I mean, all these things probably, you know, handshaking probably in in a certain culture at a certain point of time was very sexual. Mm. And this and and you know, we, we as we as we know that there's still a pandemic going on and it's happening around the world where yeah. it's still some places it's where it's true. still bad. And so it might you know, and and just because the the elbow bump seems so awkward, mm. it might be easier to just shift straight to go nose first straight mm. into the sort of business hump side by side. What's yeah. also good about that is that because you're standing next to each other, sort of presumably facing mm. in opposite directions. Or, yeah, I guess you that, could. Uh, n- you know, if anybody did sneeze or something like that, you're sneezing into open space instead mm. of being face to face. And maybe we'll transition from being a face to face 
society yeah. to being a side to side society. And you could do it with so many people side to side like that. You exactly. could do the whole company at the same it's time. It's a real it's a real formal gangbang. Or, yeah, or two two companies could come, Dry come together bang. side by side like that and just mm. start a beautiful vibration. Mm. Maybe that kind of never ends. Yeah, it's, it's a kind of like a <laughs> I mean there could be a, a, a never ending vibration that goes all the way around the world. Sort of like yeah. a Mexican hump. Yeah, or but or, or like a standing <laughs> standing <laughs> A standing wave, yeah, uh, around the the surface of the planet would be pretty good. A standing can... wave, oh, because it's stand because you're actually standing. It's not like one of those waves that stays in the same position. Well, I I, I actually didn't realize it was a pun on standing. But wave. is there a thing you know? So we, you know, because in the way the hump does represent that sine wave, mm. right? Is there a way to get a standing wave hump? Where you kind of are you're staying, s- in, you, you look stationary. Hey, well, well you're stationary, stationary, but maybe everything's getting pulled up into you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what if you were running on the world? Mm. This like running that. on the world, running. much ru- of running already takes place on the world. So this is easy for me to imagine. <laughs> I'm going to go for a run on the world, honey. But you're running at the exact same rate that the wor- world is spinning. Right, and so your is that place, fast or slow? It's pretty quick. Uh, I think you'd be fast. running at a fair lick. Yeah, and so but you're Far staying light. in the same do spot it. technically. Like a satellite could watch you and just watch you run, and you would just be. You're like it looks like you're on a treadmill. It looks like you're on a treadmill like that. Yeah, and but then things to hump are running right into you. <laughs> I don't know. Smashing into your genitals. Yeah, smashing into your your genitals are exploding, (laughs) (laughs) and you're just having to grow new ones. This is how long it's going like that. Or you just you're reinflating them or something like that. You've had to you have to trans. You're fucking moving skin from your leg and putting it back over your junk and sort of sewing it so that it's back in the right shape. And then (laughs) on the run. On the run, grafting and reassembling. <laughs> Waiting for the graft genitals. to take. And then just in the hope that... Because you see another sexual <laughs> object coming up on the horizon <laughs> and you're not going to stop running. You can't slow down. No, you can't. You're a standing, you're a standing wave of hump. Um, God, I hope uh, these stitches heal in time. <laughs> Maybe you've got some kind of... <laughs> wolver- <laughs> you've got a Wolverine-like of healing ability. <laughs> and it's like... Just in time. That's it. That does not sound like that doesn't sound like a nice time, Al. Yeah, that but, doesn't sound like good. But you're but, missing the good part. Yeah. But but or the vibration. Just because something isn't a hundred percent good doesn't mean it's not an a, an interesting experience. Yeah, that's true. Mm, never ending interesting vibrations. <laughs> um, standing. Hum? Well, yeah, the vibrations are good. <laughs> See, he writes it down. See how he writes it down. I know, but. You've got an image of what it is in your mind. I love. Right? I, I just love picturing this as an actual, like the budget on this sketch. <laughs> this is one Elon's going to do when he hosts Saturday yeah. Night Live. Oh. Has that happened yet? No, uh, it's May eighth. So. But it so, seemed like he was only he was putting a call out for sketch ideas know, on Twitter but, only yesterday. But so. it's it's May eighth, so I would. He's probably going to mention Doge on on the air, so you may as well buy some Doge before that. It's already kind of going up pretty good. It's it's been. It was up twenty seven cents on the day that he they mentioned that he was coming on, but it's already on forty two. So, what's his relationship to Doge? Because he keeps mentioning Doge just as a to joke. be funny. Yeah, just to be funny, and that but drives he... the price up. Yeah, uh, I love the future. Yeah, so good to be here. 
The um, financial world is it's, it all makes sense. It feels yeah. good. I feel safe in it. It does, yeah. Things will not collapse. I'm glad we built everything on this. <laughs> you guys ready to go through the sketch ideas? Yeah. We got removalists. See how Alistair doesn't want to have fun as soon as we start making anything that might be a joke about cryptocurrency. <laughs> I'm not interested. I, I brought Why it up. Let's move on. Oh, I just don't want to have to correct you. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what you have to do when somebody brings up something wrong on a comedy podcast. You have to correct them. Oh, I didn't. No. I didn't. No, exactly. So, isn't yeah. that good? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> so we got removalists for every reason. Like, I could get one to get mm. me out of this situation, mm. this conversation. Um, and each of different sizes for whatever scenario. So say I would get somebody, I guess, I would be the size of a piano to them. and That'd actually be pretty small. They would actually be quite small people mm. for me to be a full-size piano. Full-size piano, yeah. Yeah. You got a full-size piano in your house, don't you? No. No? We do. Do you? Yeah, That's FSP. Cool. Yeah, right. Do you have a keyboard? Oh, no, yeah. I When I I hear full-size piano, I'm picturing a grand, grand piano. piano. Ah. Yeah. You just got a regular piano. Yeah. Just an upright. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, it's, just, it's one of those things that's being passed around my parents' neighborhood. They ended up with it for a while. Mm. They realized they don't want it. Yeah. I said, sure. I don't <laughs> mean, I, an interesting object. Well, I, I mean, imagine, I, I currently own a piano. It's mm. wild how well my life's going. Are you learning? Because <laughs> I know you already have a bass. Yeah, I've got, I've got two basses now. Two I bought, bass. bought a second bass in lockdown. First one since I was in uh, year 11. Yeah. Right. And uh, on that bass, I, want, I broke the G string uh, about seven years ago, never replaced. <laughs> Continued playing it on and off. Three string bass. You've been playing G this string, the least important. You've string. been playing this other one? <laughs> Uh, I, I did when I got it. Yeah, yeah. didn't know what to do with that fourth string. <laughs> no, had to take it off. It was yeah. getting in the way. But no, I, I have. I did enjoy that. But things got busy. Things got busy. Yeah, no, the that's comedy a... festival, and now, and I'm like, after that, I'm going to get back into exercise, yeah. playing that bass. And then we got you on this podcast, and then yeah, this has taken up all the time since. So sorry. All the preparation I did. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> then we got standard four. Yep, standard four. That's just that's a, funny. That's the current. <laughs> I like four, that yeah. one. Yeah, then we I got, like the first one too. Then we got zombie far lap. Oh, this is my favorite. That's the untold one, story of zombie. The, I think this is the this is the one. Of far lap selling. Its I say this being a movie more than a sketch. Yeah, no, I agree. Maybe a, maybe a ten part documentary. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to be in the museum that day when that far lap heart just starts beating again. <laughs> mm. Oh Jesus! <laughs> then we got. I, I mean, I wrote reverse horse race, but it's really backwards horse race, isn't it? Have there been any zombie movies where it's all the animals, that, all the dead animals that come back to life? There was one called, a Kiwi one called Bad Sheep or Black Sheep, maybe. Right. And I think that was all about sheep. Yeah. Like zombie sheep. Okay. Or vampire sheep or something. Mm. Apparently it was quite funny. Yeah. They're funny. Uh, then we got them there. Kiwis. Yeah. yeah. Then we got weak restaurant MMA. It's, it's a mm. it's a sort of it's a combat sport where it's people fight for who gets to pay. I just love the idea of MMA taking place in a in a restaurant, in a cafe. Yeah. Then we got everything for sale. Uh, things of equal value. You have to you have to relinquish. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, so there were I I, you know when uh, it's a free for all. The guy sold his uh, his rocks for a the business outfit mm. but then he gave the guy his clothes he was wearing so he wasn't naked then what does what what, what is that I part of the I same transaction I don't know transaction? if he actually did no, give the guy his, his I didn't his give the guy his no, he just so that guy, little bag 
Right. So that yeah. guy just walks off nude yeah. and he can't do anything about well, he's it. Just got, no. He, no, he's just got his, he's just lost Because the, the transaction's shirt. complete. And he's got this big bag. So now he's, he's off going, all right, I'm going to have to sell one of these shoes for a shirt. Yeah. Maybe sure. or the, the bag rocks. He's now got the bag of rocks, yeah. which yeah. is worth a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a good shirt. in this world, it's just one <laughs> guy with a bag of rocks always handing it over to get a shirt. And then yeah. it's like, yeah, some weird game of, of uh, Tiggy. Yeah. You're it. You're the guy with the bag of rocks now. And I guess maybe if you, yeah, it's like maybe you have to be able to touch the person to sort of to make them sell you the thing. Because that way you could just stay away from people with big bags of rocks. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think once we've all got chips in our arms or maybe just we'll be able to do it with mobile phones or something, that as soon as somebody swipes you or taps you, the transi- transaction's official. Right. Yeah. Then we got uh, Snake Steak. Oh, this is my, this is my new favourite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hissing. <laughs> yeah. Cooked in its own venom. Cooked in its own hiss. Then we got business shake is perpendicular to hump for formal reasons. Mm. And then that allows us to develop new formal uh, customs. That that take place in different planes. (laughs) Different planes uh, to to the sexual ones. And then we've got the standing hump, Mm. which is actually a running hump, but it's in (laughs) one place. Um, And the hump is things smashing. (laughs) Smashing. (laughs) Let's be honest, that's what sex is. I mean, yeah. It's it's something smashing into your crotch (laughs) and your crotch exploding. (laughs) That's the definition of sex. Uh, That's what it is. If you do it right. (laughs) (laughs) A guy said that to me in a bakery once, and that was the the funniest thing. If you do it right. Yeah, that's a great punchline for nearly any I want you to know that that was the standing hump guy. Yeah. Yeah, I thought maybe it was. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening to In the Think Tank. Yeah, just a bit of fun. Alistair and I really get along quite well. I know. Yeah, we'll argue about certain things, but usually stuff that is completely pointless. Um we we argued about you know the attire that we both wore at a at an award let's, ceremony. Let's let's be honest. It wasn't the attire that we both wore. It was the attire <laughs> that I wore. <laughs> it was my choice. I know, but through the arguing, mine got pulled in there, even though that's not what it was about. It it, it got mentioned as a point of reference. Absolutely. And I, and I was like, let's 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 be. Let's not talk. Let's Let's be objective about this and not bring what what I wore into this. (laughs) Now you're getting emotional. You're being hysterical. I think the people at home they can they they know that you two are friends, having quite real arguments that could probably. Break, break this thing up. So enjoy it while you can hear it. Yeah. Enjoy it. And, and do know that when it does end, it'll be over something so stupid. <laughs> yeah. It'll be impossible. We'll never be able to get to back together because it would, that would require addressing how embarrassingly stupid the thing was that we broke up over. Yeah. But hopefully it won't happen before the 300th episode. Mm, oh, I mean, if it did, though, that would be a great way to get out of it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe one of us will die. Who knows? Fingers <laughs> <It's> fucking crossed. <laughs> Matt, do you, want, do you want to plug anything? Oh, I'm doing a show at the moment called The Beer Pioneer, which is where I uh, where you saw me riding a horse. Yes. And I've been 
Yeah, I think the second, well, whenever this comes out, it's a, like a seven-part series where I go to different breweries and retrace the steps, sort of, of uh, escaped convict from the early 1800s, William Buckley. Mm. Uh, it's a, it's really fun and funny. It's a oh, great geez. show. And I uh, enjoyed it a lot. And people can find it by just go finding your Twitter and your... Yeah, that, that's true. Matt Stu underscore art on Twitter. Matt Stu Comedy on Instagram, Facebook. And yeah, it's, the show is up for um, people. It's on the Stupid Old Channel, which is mm. youtube.com slash stupid old channel. Wow. Is that also going to be on Channel 31? It's yeah, it's on, it's on Channel 31 Tuesday nights in Melbourne, but uh, for people outside of Melbourne, yeah. 9.30 Tuesdays. In Melbourne and Geelong, I think. Maybe in Adelaide as well. And for people in the United States, mostly YouTube? Mostly YouTube, yeah. yeah. Mm. For people in the United States, how about this? Our uh, community station here is called Channel 31. And to watch it, you've got to go to Channel 44. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good. Where you can find us on Twitter at 2intank. I'm at Alistair TB. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. You can find us on Instagram at 2intank. I'm at a Tremblay virtual because I lost the other account. I was at DB. Did you? Oh, I had it and I forgot how to get back in. I don't know what email I used. Um, and, you know, you can support us on Patreon. You can support Matt on Patreon um, for his Do Go On podcast or his mm. Prime Mates podcast, which had a recent episode come out. Uh, yeah, I did a live, oh, a live episode. Yeah. I've got to listen to that. There was, just a, <laughs> there was just a free spot and I said, yeah. I'll take that. I'll do a monkey podcast. <laughs> um, I wasn't sure if anyone would come, and they did. It was very fun. Awesome. So thank you very much for listening, and uh, we, we love, love you. you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.